ABC's a Greek. Oh, the ABC's a Greek. The ABC's a Greek. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that we will be taking a two-week break after this episode, so we will see you all again in two weeks for season two, episode one. We are so excited to welcome Dilshad Vitsaria, who played Rebecca Logan, to the podcast. <laughs> after Greek, Dilshad went on to act in the film 30 Minutes or Less and shows like Revenge, Second Chance, and Cloak and Dagger along with many other amazing and exciting projects. I'm so excited to talk to you. I, I just think it's so sweet that you're doing this. Like you must love the show so much to like have, like to put this effort in. Like, I'm just so taken by that. I'm like, wow, that's just, you know, because this is, this takes time and this is work. And you know, this takes up like, like, I'm like, wow, this is so cute. I'm like, I, like of course I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, we love it. And we found so many people who are like, oh my God, we've been waiting for a Greek Greek cat podcast. Like there's a whole community that is really into it. So really? it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so like, cute. I love it. It's totally gotten this second life too, I feel like, because of it's on Hulu and like a lot of the people that I think are listening, you know, we're even like really young when it came out or not alive, like all of these like gen <laughs> and stuff. So <laughs> Of course, like we remember it, but they're like, oh, I just watched her the first time. Like, I love the show. And they're wanting to like, you know, have this connection with people because they didn't have it when it first came out. So, oh, that's so nice to hear. Like people who are like getting ready to go to school or, you know, we're filming it. Like, you know, you have people who are in college. They're like, oh, my God, we got to watch this because they connected to it. And then there were a lot of people who were, you know, in, in high school or middle school that were like looking at the show going, oh, this is going to be us one day. That was me. And then there were people who like obviously graduated that they could like relive like their college experience with the characters and stuff. So it kind of like ran like a whole range of, of people who like love the show for like kind mm-hmm. of this reason, but just different time frames of wherever they were in their lives. Yeah, we had talked to Allison Herman. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but she had written a profile for The Ringer on Greek. And she was saying, like, I think that's what's really interesting about a college-focused show, you know? Like, you kind of, like, relate to so many more people, like, even that older group, because that's closer to them than high school. Like, they can relate more. So I feel like that was something that was so unique. Like, you don't get a lot of, like, college comedy drama shows. No, you don't. I don't know that... I mean, I don't know that, that there's been anything like Greek since Greek. Like, there's a lot of, like, drama and things like right. that, but not, not one that mixes it up so mm-hmm. well. And I have to tell you, you guys are, like, the first people I've talked to about Greek for a long time. Like, I don't know. Really? Yeah, probably maybe since we wrapped, maybe. Like, I don't think that yeah. I've done anything about Greek since then. I mean, obviously, it'll, it'll it's come up, but mm-hmm. not, I just... Greek focus. So this is this is going to be interesting. We'll see like where our comments are. Yeah. yeah. If you don't remember, like I know some of the questions are so specific and it's been a long time. So if you don't remember, like that's totally understandable. Yeah, I mean, we'll just go someplace else then. Right. <laughs> so we're so excited to have you here today. I think we wanted to just start off with maybe talking a little bit more about your background in acting, like how you got into it. Maybe like, were you born in LA? Did you move there to like pursue this specific pilot or you know, pilot season, kind of how did you start out? Sure. So um, I moved around my entire life growing up. Like I never really had like a place that I, you know, grew up and that, that traditional route. Um, but 
somewhere in the back of my mind, I always knew that I wanted to act. It was just a matter of how was I going to do this? Um, because no one, I didn't know anyone in the business. I didn't, I didn't have any sort of, um, guidance at all. And so, um, I kind of snuck off to New York and I didn't really tell family what I was doing. And, um, I found this amazing teacher who had studied with like, he studied with Stella Adler and studied with like Lee Strasberg. Um, he studied with Peter Brooks. He'd studied with amazing, amazing people. And um, he was my first audition. Like, you know, like I never, you have to audition for his class and I never um, auditioned before. And uh, you had to pick out a monologue and go in and do all of that. And so I did, and I met with, a, you know, I audited a couple other classes um, um, just to kind of figure out where I fit. And um, he was he was just the right person. Like I knew that he was going to push me and challenge me, but I was also going to be in safe hands. And um, so that's what I did. I like studied there for two years. He has this. His name is Anthony Apeson. So and so he has this theory. Well, it was his it was his thing where it's like you study for two years with him, and then he'll kick you out um, because you should like go study someplace else, or you should start working um, and during that time frame that I was with him obviously there's like you know you're like waiting tables and you're taking odd jobs here and there and um, submitting like your head getting enough money to like pay for headshots and going to like and submitting them for student films and plays and and like off-broadway plays and off off-broadway plays whatever you can and commercials and all of that so, you know, it was just like a whole thing of like that, that route that you take when you're just starting off and you're trying to just get some sort of footing. Uh, for me, it was really important to know and understand and respect the craft that I was walking into. So, yeah, I studied with him and then um, he did kick me out after two years. I like squeezed a few more months in. Um, I was like, come on, Anthony, don't do this to me. Not yet. <laughs> and he would be like go to LA and my reps were already based in LA at that time mm. so um they were like you need to come to LA so it was like that <laughs> getting, kicked out, getting pulled out at the same time and um I moved to LA and then I started auditioning in Los Angeles and I got Greek that first year I got the pilot like that like I moved to LA at the beginning of the year and we shot the pilot December of that year so I, I got yeah I got the show like in November and then December and the following year we found out like we found out I think it was like January that we got picked up so that's crazy that's so <laughs> that's amazing yeah. it's a testament to like your work to get like a pilot that fast that's awesome yeah I mean that doesn't mean that it was like oh I just moved right. to like <laughs> Woo, I got this pilot <laughs> you know, like, everyone should do it it's so easy you know like I definitely auditioned in New York while I was studying and I got a lot of no's and you know I moved to LA and I got no's there too and it was hard because I think when you're first starting off as an actor it's a bit of a shock as to how many no's and how much rejection you get you hear about it but then you're going through it and that's very different and you know it can really hit your hit your confidence and your ego and all of 
all of the things that everyone gets from rejection. And so that's where, that's why I think it's so important that if there's anyone who's listening to this who really wants to get into acting or storytelling or anything to really um, understand if they have the passion for it and if they have a passion to be a storyteller because if you do, then you will be able to withstand the storms. Um, and because it's, it's, it's like not for the faint of heart at all, you know? But yeah, but that, that was kind of like the beginnings of my, like the broad strokes of like the beginnings of my journey into, into this. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> That's overwhelming too, to, you know, go to New York in the first place and just move there and then be thrown into the world of like the entertainment industry. That takes a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and you're beating the pavement, you know, it's like, it's true, like, you're literally like dropping off headshots, like, because this is where you're supposed to drop it off, you know, type of thing. And then you're not going to hear anything, or you just might. And, you know, I got lucky because I ended up getting, um, like, I would do like those stock photography you know, like for, for, you know, like if you're like opening up a folder and like you see a bunch of people, like, you know, I would like whatever you could do to like, you know, make enough money to pay for class and to pay for your headshots and to pay for, you know, where you're living, <laughs> you know, keep your head, all of that. So yeah, you're just, it's a hustle. It's a total hustle. How was the audition process for Greek? Like, was it long? Was Rebecca the first role that you auditioned for? Did you read for any other characters? So I didn't read for Rebecca initially. I read for Ashley, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I could see your personality being an Ashley. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like, I thought I'd done great. And then I got a call back and they were like, but we want you to read for Rebecca. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went and did that. And um, then I found out that I was going to test. And that was, I can't remember if that was the first time. I think that was the first time I ever actually tested. And that was back in the day, back in the day, when um, they, when you would walk into a room and it was full of people. Oh. And like, you're because usually when you audition, like your first round of auditioning, you're auditioning for the casting director and it's the casting director or the associate, you know, someone who's taping you, that kind of thing. And then you'd walk back in um, if you get a call back and then that's when you have producers and it just depends on how many producers are there. Uh, it could just be one person. It could be like three, four, five people. But then when you test or when you did test this way, it was like 30 to 50 people. Like, and then it also depended on where you were testing. Like, I know that, and then word gets around, right? So like, you're like, well, if you test at ABC, it's like a stage and you can't see anyone. <laughs> and, and, but you're, but you're auditioning, like you're reading for a, tel- a role on te- television and not theater, but you're on a stage and you can't like, it, you know, you kind of have to understand your environment and where you're going to be. And for us, because this was ABC family at the time, it wasn't it wasn't ABC so we were in a huge conference room sort of situation and it was just like full of people earlier in the day what you do is you go for a workshop and you can uh, you can still get dropped by the way at any point right it's not just like it's not like okay so now you have a call back and then of course if you if you don't pass that round then you're not going to you know to test or workshop. So even when you're workshopping and that's when the producers are there and they're working with you and they're giving you notes so that you're kind of getting ready for the test because the test is in front of all the execs who are gonna be involved with the show. 
and and for them. So they're like throwing things at you. Oh, I remember I was um I did Rebecca. Rebecca was written originally in the breakdown as uh, a senator's daughter from the South. Mm. And so I put on my accent and I walked in and that's how I read for Rebecca all up until the workshop. And at the workshop is when they said, drop the accent. And I was like, okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I gotten so, this was so in my body at this point, you know, this accent and the material. So I had to quickly shed that. Um, and, and then show up to test without the accent. I, yeah, I remember, I just remember that, but, and I'm saying this in case they're like, you know, future actors who are listening to this, but like, you know, even for the workshop, like you can, they can go, okay, thank you. And then you can get a call from your reps going, so you're not going to test today. Like, you know, (laughs) brutal, (laughs) it's brutal. Like every step is just brutal. Luckily that didn't happen, but you know, you're, you have to, you have to show up for the work every single time like you don't get to like just kind of go well well, this is just a workshop (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. um because there's just too much at stake for too many people for for that to be the case so yeah but that was my audition process Wow. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I'm now I'm reimagining the series as Rebecca as a Southern Belle. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. I know, right? A like different in, twist on it. Said, yeah, we'll keep that accent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I used to live in the South, so it wasn't a big deal to me. Like, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. like, I, one of the places I lived was in the South and then I had my accent and then I moved up North and all my friends there would like make fun of me in like a very sweet way. And every time I see y'all, like, you know, like, they do, like y'all don't show y'all. <laughs> so it wasn't like that big of a deal for me to put on the accent, but yeah, it would have been a whole different kind of character, wouldn't it? Yeah. She would have had to, instead of just being like straight up, she would have been like, bless your heart. (laughs) Decide Southern shade. Yes, I just said that to somebody on text yesterday. Because I'm like, well, well, with a story like that, we just say here in the South. (laughs) Bless your heart. So did you meet any of the cast members before filming or did you get, did you know any of them before filming or did you kind of just jump right into shooting the pilot? Yeah, like that's what happens on most shows. You just jump right into it, you know, like you just meet people. Um, you'll meet people at the table read and, nice. you know, you'll you'll do the table read, but, and then you'll get, get into filming and that's really when you get to know each other and, and start yeah. like, you know, that kind of thing. But no, I mean, I didn't know, I didn't know anybody. I don't think I've ever worked on any show where I knew anybody um, when I started like, uh, that goes for crew too you know like everyone yeah. for the most part has been super new maybe like a couple of times where I've like I'm like oh we worked on this together type of thing but yeah. most of the time the majority of people are just like new there's one person or props person here I worked with her on cloak and dagger oh. and and she was like don't shout and she had a mask on and I'm like hi I, I didn't know <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my god so it was like really nice to see somebody but like cloak and dagger was in Orleans, and we're in atlanta so i didn't expect to see anybody that i would yeah. know yeah yeah, so, yeah. but most cool. of the time it's it's like brand new and that was that was definitely the case of greek yeah for sure. first day of school it's like first, first day of, of school college it's yeah like, it's cru <laughs> exactly that was absolutely the first day of school like i remember i remember that first table read and like i'm like oh my god because <laughs> oh. that was like my first table read ever like Gosh. on a show like i'd never done anything else before you know so 
yeah, yeah everybody's the same age kind of like that's it that's crazy. everyone's just like starting off everyone's mm-hmm. just everyone's first job yeah for the most part you know for the most part yeah. not everybody's but for the most part yeah. Did you watch the show while it was airing and have you like ever revisited it or just kind of like at that time? And then that's such a good question. Cause I was trying to think if I had, and I don't remember, I mean, we did have viewing parties. It's not mm-hmm. that that didn't happen. So we did like watch it together. We didn't do it all the time, obviously. Um, you know, but like, especially in the beginnings, we would have viewing parties at one of the producers homes. I always cringe at watching myself. So I would rather like go hide under a rock <laughs> than, than like watch myself on screen. Because for me, it's like when I'm performing, I'm, I'm, I'm the character, I'm her and right. I'm fully in her world as much as you can be like you know that's what that's what you want to do is you want to get lost in the scene and all of that so I'm not like going oh here's me performing type of thing so to watch yourself then it's like you take yourself out of that and then you have to like separate yourself and watch and you're just like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) so I think I I think if it if I wasn't at a viewing party, I didn't like sit there and watch yeah. the show at all. Like my friends did, you know, yeah. and they're like, God, and they'd like report back. But um, <laughs> like, I don't think I made a habit of it. No, not too much. But she did have, I, as far as I'm concerned, my character had the best lines on that show. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> like, the writers were just like so awesome. And we had the best writers and they just took Rebecca and they like ran with her and, I mean, there are some things that she said and it's like, who says that? (laughs) (laughs) It makes us laugh out loud. Some of the lines, they're (laughs) so funny. And so they're so on character, but still like you never see it coming. No, that was a thing with her. Like she just had these like zings, like she had these moments and she just went, you know, and you're like, I wish I could like think like that in a way. Like I'm the person in real life who like, I don't like confrontation or anything like that. Like, you know, and then, and then you like, if, if someone says something and you walk away and then like, you know, that night something will come to you and you're like, I should have said that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Rebecca's never had that moment. No, she's always like, I said exactly moment. what I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has the best one-liners. Best one-liners I've ever had. And I don't know if I ever will again, but I used to, I used to joke with Sean Smith. I'm like, can you just like, can I just borrow somebody from the writer's room or can you just follow me around and tell me what to say? (laughs) (laughs) A little earpiece. Yeah, Yeah. basically. I'm like, like, I won't bother you all the time. Just like sometimes. (laughs) Every time you have like an uncomfortable conversation that you have to have, you just pull up Rebecca. Rebecca (laughs) Exactly. I know we were cackling, like we were laughing out loud at her scenes with Rusty. We just recap the episode where he's he's her secretary or whatever for a day (laughs) I forgot about that I mean the characters are the two most opposing characters so like it was their scenes together were unbelievably hilarious like (laughs) we were all laughing at we were laughing during the recap like it was so funny because he's terrified of her I know or like there's one scene there are two scenes with Rusty that I remember because these scenes I watched so Mm -hmm. so like um the one where where he's like in the cage and like like she's just like why are you scared like you know like 
<laughs> like, oh my God. Or like the one where she comes in to apologize because Cappy makes her apologize. But I did it in a way where I memorized my apology. <laughs> so it's like, there's nothing like genuine about it at all. But like, it's like as genuine as she can get because she's like, yeah. oh, I memorized everything that I was supposed to say because it's right. called an apology. It was perfect. <laughs> Don't do it a lot, but I'm doing it right now. So yeah. And even when they had him recite, like they had lost some one of the games or something and Rusty was being the mouthpiece for Rebecca, the line was written exactly how Rebecca would have said it because they like, the writers just knew that character. I feel like I so have to rewatch that one. Like, I don't remember that one, but like, it, it's like, I do remember it, but I don't right. remember it as those other two scenes. So I have to rewatch that. Honestly, I it's think so that was good. like the funniest episode of the season so far. We were- we were dying laughing. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> characters together was awesome. Um, who would you say was like the most like their character on screen? And then who would you say was the least like their character? Oh, I think Amber is like the most like Ashley, like, you know, just bubbly and fun loving um, for sure. The least I would hope is me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think... It seems pretty safe bet. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, I, I, I don't come from her world. And, uh, you know, I like, I really had to research all of that. And, like, you know, I don't, I'm not as witty as her. Because like, we just talked about with like those, those zinkers and stuff. So I, I think probably me. Yeah. Well, you do bring like a softness to her at times. Like we yeah. definitely see, especially in the first season, the back half where they, you know, are definitely trying to make Rebecca more relatable and like, yeah, more like, oh, players, like she gets to be dynamic, like everybody else and isn't just like biting, even though it's so fun when she is, but you definitely bring like the softer side to her. Thank you. Yeah. I, you know, for me, like, and, and I talked, I talked about this with Sean and stuff, I, and, and we talked about this together. And, you know, I was like, you know, I just, people aren't just mean, like they're not just, you know, and, and if, if they are, then there's, there's something going on that we don't, like you have to understand where someone's coming from um, and what their life has been to be this way now, you know? So I feel like he and I had pretty cool conversations about that and like, and, and he wanted, and they, and the writer that that's what makes good writing. It's like people who are like, you know, writers who are exploring all the characters in in a show and and in their history and you know you learned so much about Rebecca you learned like what her family life was like and you know how she probably grew up super isolated not really knowing who to trust because most people were coming at her with an angle you know and that makes you completely guarded and and jaded and cynical well before you should ever be and then you also have like her parents and you know what that entire marriage must have been like like there was a line where she was like you know my dad married my mom because this is how many points like and like you know in the race you know like yeah and and that's so sad to know that like you're part of like a plan of like a political plan as opposed to like you really wanted and and wanted as like for from people who wanted to love you you know um like you just sort of fit into like you're like a piece in the puzzle and like what what is that like for somebody growing up like that so you really don't have anywhere to go. You can't, you don't have true friends and you don't have a home, you know? So I, 
I, I like had the utmost sympathy for her because of that. And, and then of course you have the fun yeah. of, of portraying somebody like that, but you have to understand like why and where they come from. That was my job for my character to understand her. We get so much of her background. I feel more so than most of the other characters, like, especially totally. in this first season, like we really get to learn so much about where she comes from and her parents and everything like that, which a lot of the characters aren't like really afforded that same background, at least yet. Yeah, like I feel like, and maybe that was also, you know, just the conversations that that were had. I remember I had a, I had a mood board for her and Sean was always like, I want to see this. I'm like, you're never seeing this. Um, <laughs> like, like, but I did tell him that I painted it and like, there were like jewels all over it. And like, I'm like, I'm like, but these are her houses and these are, you know, like, like there was just so much that existed for Rebecca before I showed up on set. And I think that was, that will always be super special to yeah. me to be able yeah. to have done that. Yeah. That is really cool. Did you feel like you had anything in common with Rebecca or like what were, you know, some parts of yourself that you brought to her? Um, you know, obviously she is like, she does have those moments where she can be really polarizing. Um, but, you know, you do really bring like this really amazing soft quality to her as well, where she's like very um, heartwarming and has these really amazing connections. So just curious to kind of see like what you brought and or, like what you think you might have in common with her. That's such a good question. I, I don't know how to answer that because I feel like I just like my perspective was just to like build her, mm -hmm. you know, like from scratch. So I think somewhere in there, you just sort of have so many overlaps and you kind of like you start here and then it just like becomes this, you know, because yeah. and, and so it's really hard because I think ultimately Rebecca did want to connect with people. You know, I think ultimately she really did want those friends and she really did want to be a part of, 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 of a family of some sort, you know, and and I hope that I brought that to her because for me, that's really important to have good friends and to have like, like a place where you can go and, and, you know, feel safe and feel like you are with people who are going to love you. And, and I, and I hope I brought that need of connection for, of that to her. And I think that if I really have to think about it, I feel like that was always at play, yeah. like on some level, always at play with her. Um, but I've never even thought of that before. So <laughs> thanks for making me go there. <laughs> There's this reason that she joins ZBZ, right? Like she doesn't really have to, but she's clearly searching for that. So I feel like you played into that so well, you know, even her friendship with Ashley yeah. is so interesting. And I think you see through that, like she really does want to connect. She's waiting for that person to reach out to her. Cause she's like, probably, you know, we have this backstory of her being hurt by people. So I, I, we love that. I mean, Ashley is such yeah. a lovable character, but we yeah. love that dynamic too. Like even their little cheeserito talks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh God, night. the cheeseritos. That was so funny. Like, oh, one more. Oh, one more. <laughs> <laughs> you were actually eating the cheeseritos. You were eating the cheeseritos. I, I love that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> absolutely like and it's also those things that you learn early on that like that you learn the hard way but like sometimes you can't help it but you're just like if you're gonna eat it in this one take 
you're gonna be eating it for like the 15 takes afterwards. So make sure that you can actually do that. Like there was right. that one scene um, where Rebecca is just like, she, like something's happening and she just keeps eating because she doesn't want to answer the questions. And like, we did that take so many times and I was just like stuffing my mouth <laughs> to the extreme and I'd done that already. So then I had to keep doing it. And I was like about to like, I was about to get sick. Like I was like, oh, oh my God, God I, I keep doing it. <laughs> but I had to, you know, like, but yeah, the cheese burritos were like not a problem. Yeah, <laughs> right. And you have this one anyway, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And like part of the show that we kind of talk about a lot is what holds up. Like, I feel like it was such a shockingly like progressive show especially being about greek life and like the time that it was shot in and like just like being on a college campus like we're always really surprised by like how progressive the storylines are and the characters and like what they're talking about and part of it is like we do look back on this like kind of lens of things of like oh like that probably wouldn't come up now or like we would have approached that differently if you know it was is there anything that like you would have loved to see as a storyline like added in or like things that you like thought could have changed or how maybe Rebecca would be changed as a character in today's version of Greek? I would have loved to have seen her mom and met her mom yeah. and I think like if we were filming this now that absolutely would have happened you know but yeah I would have loved to have met her there was like one line that mm -hmm. was a um reference to her mom but there was nothing but we never saw her we never met her we never saw her interact with her mother we never saw like the you know the parents interact or anything like that and that to me would have been such an eye-opening lens into her life um so yeah that that I would have definitely had I would have loved to have seen that even if it was like for one episode, you know? Yeah. And then just have like, you know, one parent come back, fine. But just to have that would have been, I think, really cool. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see, especially because they both kind of had to take a sideline in Rebecca's dad's career and life. So that's- exactly. that really And what, what did that look like, you know? And like, and there, I feel like there are so many different ways to go. Like, was her mm -hmm. mom, would her mom would have like, and this is the first time I'm actually even talking about this. So like, you know, would her mom have been lonely and kind of like sad that this is like her daughter now? Or would her mom have been like as narcissistic as her father? And would that have meant that, you know, you, you're you like, oh my gosh, like she's not even really even present for her daughter. Like there's so many ways that that could have gone. Yeah. Um, or even just like relieved and happy that Rebecca has now a separate life from all of this, you know, it could have. Yeah. Like, 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 was she super motherly that she was like Rebecca or like, you know, or like, would she have been somebody that Rebecca, like, would there have been a scene where she would have, like, Rebecca would have, like, confided in her mom and maybe that was, like, the first time that she'd ever done that and who knows, and that would have been funny, like, if, if Rebecca's, like, confiding in somebody for the first time, like, that in itself has a lot of comedy in it, but, you know, also a lot of heart in something like that, too, so, yeah, that I would have totally had loved to have seen happen for Rebecca for sure yeah that would have been really interesting yeah so in the first like I would say probably three episodes I feel like it's kind of established that Rebecca is supposed to be the villain of the show or at least at that point she was yeah. do you think there's a true villain of the show because it definitely like it ebbs and flows with a few different characters do you think there's one that really does stand out as like 
kind of more bad than good? Um, honestly, oh gosh, I feel like that would have been Franny. Yeah. Right. Like, like the way Franny, like Franny was super opportunistic, like, you know, like across the board. I don't know that you ever saw Franny come out of that. So, and I know she was like in the earlier seasons, but I feel like that character was definitely like, like the gung-ho, like Greek life, CBC, like, you know, make sure that her legacy and everything that she has brought the sorority to like stays, um, you know, at whatever cost. So I feel like that character would probably have been, if, if you have to choose like mm-hmm. the, the evil one, but out of all yeah I feel like that would have been like because I can't even talk about Evan being like evil he's not like you know you he him and Rebecca came from like such similar sort of backgrounds where you see why they're why they're, there's a brokenness in them you know so yeah no I, I think Franny would probably if you have to choose mm-hmm. been Franny. just because we have never gotten the Franny background if maybe that's why we think that you know like we never yeah. have Franny backstory who knows maybe she comes from a long line of Greek life presidents <laughs> maybe, like, maybe like this is like yeah, that's really funny like like like, like this, this is her goal <laughs> like, right. you know yeah now she's like house mother somewhere um, yeah oh my gosh <laughs> she would she would be <laughs> like, she would like whip everyone into shape she'd be like not on my yeah. watch <laughs> yeah we're not <laughs> No, <laughs> no drinking ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah, she definitely struggles with the redeeming moments that the other characters definitely get plenty of. <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe, yeah, I, I, would, I would have to say that. Not necessarily the actress, but the No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do get a little bit of her backstory, which is good. I feel like every character has like their humanity. The writers do such a good job of showing you like it's, a lot of them have so many dimensions, which is really yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think they did, like, I, like, I'll like i just always say this. I think we had lovely writers, like, not just talented, but lovely human beings for yeah. our writing team. Like, I wanted to be in the writer's room. I was like, you guys must have so much fun in such a positive environment, so lovely. But, and, and they brought that to, like, all the characters, you know? They brought that to, like each each character to be able to give them that dimension and 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 that heart you know and I think that all starts with like like who's actually creating the characters and then and then who like takes them for the ride and then who do they hand it off to but like yeah yeah especially like in an ensemble cast like that like where it is there are so many characters and speaking of all these different characters what do you think the significance of having a character like Rebecca was because you mentioned like you know, it's almost like her and Evan have these similar backgrounds, yet I really feel like Rebecca, you know, we talk about this a lot, like she does bring this really like, she's very much like not a stereotypical character that you think of when you, you know, think of sororities or Greek life. Um, I'm just curious if you, you know, you talked to the writers about that when you were kind of developing the character, what your thoughts were there? It was just really important to me that she was not a character that we didn't explore outside of her being, as I say, misunderstood. Um, (laughs) You know, that was like, that was like the biggest thing for me. Like, I just really wanted to make sure that, because, you know, it's my job to not just create the character, but then also to protect the character's integrity. Um, You know, this is a human being that I've now brought to life. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so their, their well-being rests 
in my hands is the way I've always looked at it. So it was just really important to me that she is given the time to be able to develop and to be able to become this full, incredible, incredibly full human being. I think those conversations really lent themselves to being able to see that evolution on screen and then, um, and, and not lose the fun in her though, you know, like, I think like, I think like the writers, it, I think it's fun to write for a character like Rebecca because you can get away with things when you have a character like Rebecca that you can't get away with like, you know, like your, your protagonist, like you cannot, you have to like be in a certain lane and you don't have to do that with a character like Rebecca. And I just wonder what it would look like now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if she were like, like if, if there was a show or like, where's Rebecca now? And what is she doing? What is she like, you know? Do we um, need a spinoff? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just like a limited run series. Like just like, <laughs> just to like show like, you know, well, this is what she's doing. And she's still like Rebecca, but she's a little bit, but she's still Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. In Congress, I could see that. Casey takes her political career. Rebecca is like the campaign manager. They're still going at it. <laughs> They're still going at it. Like, you know, or Rebecca's a one. lawyer and yes, Casey's yeah. like doing like the Congress thing or Rebecca's doing the lawyer thing. Like that would be so funny. The things that she would like just sort of excuse, you know, like, be like oh, I see. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, and like find that loophole or something. Yeah. That would be scary to be up against her. It would be super scary and it would be super funny, like all at the same time, like Rebecca as as a lawyer, like, especially think about like, you know, her dad's like this corrupt politician, like, you know, what, what is she, what is she going to (laughs) excuse? So do you have like a favorite plot point you remember or a favorite episode that like sticks out to you? Gosh, with Rebecca, I just have moments. Like I loved the dogs. Like, Mm. I loved when she blamed Evan for her car getting towed. Like that whole, that whole scene to me was really funny. And, and I'll, I'll, like, I don't remember every line right now, but it was like, since you were the one who, and then you could have, but you didn't. And now my car's in car jail or, you know, (laughs) (laughs) that was the first time that I got to do a little bit of physical comedy. And then you got like, like Jake and I were in the car and like, you know, you've got like this adorable dog, but like, you know like then it's like all of a sudden Cujo like coming on like, <laughs> coming on the hood and we're just like ah <laughs> like I remember thinking like this is this has to be like a funny scream this cannot be like a terrified scream like it, it has to have terror in it but we have to find the humor in it and I think Jake and I did a really good job of finding that I loved that moment because that's the first time that I remember Rebecca and I, I'm sure she was before but like just one-on-one with someone like saying you know, thank you for being nice. Like you're, it's really weird that you're nice, you know, or she said something along those lines. And I was just like, Oh, Oh, like my heart just went, Oh gosh, that, that hurts. Like, you know, because people aren't nice to her, you know? And it's kind of like, did you guys ever watch the breakfast club? Right. Like, you know, when like, Ali Shady goes to Molly Ringwald, why are you being nice to me? And she goes, because you're letting me. Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of like to me that kind of moment where you know she goes you really it's really weird that you're nice to me and that's like that's as much as she could open up yeah yeah 
and then and then everyone goes thank you (laughs) I think really did that for one another because they could relate so well to one another that they like the other in in a way that they haven't before yeah I I love those characters together I feel like it was just such a sweet like plot point you saw a side of them that you never saw even when they were in relationships with other characters yeah Yeah. and I I love them together too I think like they they they, like really gelled well together those two characters they they brought out good sides of one another because yeah mutual understanding yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and and that's like weird in a way because they came from so much but they still brought out like when they got together it didn't like implode or you know like 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 they really like complimented each other in like a really nice way so yeah Yeah. I liked I liked that for her for sure do you feel like um I know you said you you don't really like rewatch a show but do you think from your memory it holds up for the most part oh that's a good question um I think so I'd like to think so I think like there are things that you know I think I think the writing was great I think the acting was great I think like the characters hold up um, even today, you know, maybe like today it'd be like edgier or something, you know, because like yeah. this was like a few years ago and that hadn't, we hadn't hit that mark yet, you know, um, but I think that people sometimes don't necessarily want to go dark, you know, and that's why shows like Greek, they make you feel good. Um, you can watch it and you can walk away from it and you can go, oh, like that brightened my day, you know, and I think that that in that sense I believe that the character that the show definitely holds up for sure yeah it's almost like refreshing when you watch an episode it's like oh this is so it's well it's nostalgic and it's just kind of bubbly and in sunny Ohio you know (laughs) who could be unhappy yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you have any um favorite memories from filming whether that be like you know on on camera, off camera with the cast. Just curious if you like have any special memories or anything, you know, nostalgic when you think about Greek. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but this is the first thing that came to mind. We were all filming on location. It's like when we went to the beach and it's when Rebecca finds out that her parents are getting a divorce, but that was like from a reporter or something like that. Not even from her parents. And um, <laughs> we're all staying in this hotel and where it was, it was a good time. Like we were all like, it was like a sleepover because like, you know, we had, we had like our friends from crew on the same floor and we were all on the same floor and we were all just like in the hallways and we were just having like a really good time. And I think we stole, we didn't steal. We moved, we moved Jake's car. Um, and <laughs> Jake wasn't there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then, um, so we did that and kind of knew where it was. I mean, I, I knew where it was. I just assumed that everyone else did too. And I went to sleep and then apparently they moved it again after I'd gone to sleep and no one knew where it was at that point. And <laughs> this is a testament to Jake because he was like, so just chill about it. And so like, where'd my car go? Like so sad, like in a way, like you're just like, oh my God. And I remember, um, I remember Paul James taking me aside like on the beach. Oh, I'll always, I'll always remember this. It always feels so bad. But he was telling me how they moved the car again and how now they couldn't find it because they don't, they like forgot what floor it was on in the parking garage. 
and uh, I was like, oh, like this. And, I, and like Jake saw the look on my face and he was like, what's wrong? Like, you know, and he was coming over to check on me and I couldn't have him be part, be part of the conversation. Like I was like, oh my God, I gotta get him out of here. Cause like, he's gonna know that his car is moved he's, and we don't know where it is. And we gotta find it before, before he finds out that we don't know, like his car isn't there. And then he's gonna go, you know, like all these thoughts are going through my head. And like one moment and I went, Jake, it's just, this isn't about you. I just, I can't talk right now. And I had like <laughs> scream. And I was like, I feel like I screamed at him. And I didn't mean to. I was just trying to like, like kind of figure out what to do in that moment, in that situation. And I always feel so bad. I'm like, oh my God, I just screamed at him. I didn't make like, you know, like I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to make anyone feel bad. But, uh, but yeah, that was, and then they found it. I just don't know how. I feel like. I mean, he clearly got the car back, so that was fine. Oh my gosh, that sounds so fun, just all being in a hotel together. I'm sure that was just like, yeah, kind of like a spring break. Away. Basically, yeah, it was spring break, like, you know, except we were like in this hotel for like a night or two nights or something, and, you know, which is probably the worst idea if you want like people to get to work the next day, like we're just like ordering room service, and, like, <laughs> having a blast in a way. So yeah, that was fun. <laughs> The prank sounds like a plot line, like a like a pledge prank plot line from the show. I know. It's too bad we were like way past that point. <laughs> right. Right. Like it would be like, Rusty, go be a pledge again so we can do this. Right. <laughs> That's something that would happen to like Rusty or something. But it's like, does Rusty drive? Like, did he have a car? I don't know if Rusty <laughs> would have a car. I yeah. think he was expected to yeah. be driven in Casey's Prius. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, okay. And in case you would be like, seriously? Like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, I have all my stuff in the car. It your stuff doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have a couple like rapid fire questions that we like to ask our guests, kind of like some either or for Greek. Yeah. Um, so we'll just go through them kind of fast and you pick whichever one you're drawn to first. So right. Rebecca or Franny? Rebecca. Okay. <laughs> no one has said Franny yet, by the way. So, right. <laughs> um, Evan or Cappy? Evan. I think you're our first Evan. <laughs> but it makes Only sense. Because, listen, I'm biased too because I'm, I'm like, I've lived in Rebecca's shoes. So, exactly. it would be. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ashley and Casey or Rusty and Calvin? I think, I think Rusty and Calvin, cause there's definitely a lot more debauchery there. Right. <laughs> a lot more getting into trouble and like trying to get out, which is fun. <laughs> um, okay. Dobblers or their coffee cart? Oh, Dobblers. Dobblers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dobblers. I have to say there was a bar um, in downtown LA that we shot the pilot. It's called Casey's bar, ironically. And um, so that's, that was like our pilot Dobblers. And uh -huh. then I remember walking in, Amber and I walked in, um, we kind of, we were like, oh my God, they're building sets, Let's go check them out kind of thing. And we were so excited and we were like, can we just go check out the sets? And they were like, fine. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and so we did, and we were just like jumping up and down the whole time because it was so cool to see all of these places now, like on a set. And I have to tell you that our, you know, like that entire department with, for production with, you know, our, de our design department. I mean, they were just like our architects are phenomenal because Dobblers is like the spitting image of Casey's. Like if anybody wants to relive um, Greek, they should go to Casey's in downtown LA and like, you'll walk in and you'll go, oh yeah, 
okay. But that's like just a little tidbit to throw out there. Oh my gosh. That's where we need to go record our series finale episode. You should. You should go there and you should like totally like ask them if it's okay to like, I mean, I'm sure it's fine. Um, you know, like, but yeah, like the bar area and everything is totally gobblers. That's where you guys need to go. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I think I honestly didn't even realize that was, I mean, I guess I assumed no. it was shot, but it lo- really does look like a bar. Like, I think I thought maybe those were actually shot in a bar. They, they look amazing. Yeah. The yeah, pilot so was absolutely shot there, but after that they built the set. So you would and never know the difference. No, no like they, like so amazing. I'm always I'm always floored like by any production and, and what they do with that. So it's just like incredible. So yeah, but Dobblers was super special for sure. Would you say like, I mean, I know you can't talk about anything you're working on right now, but is there anything like any past projects that you're super proud of that you want to kind of um, like draw the audiences to? Oh, that's so sweet. I feel like, you know, I I think like Cloak and Dagger was probably a very different character for me to play just because of that entire storyline. And I'm so like proud of that show for going into the sex trafficking world and and taking that entire situation on with with our storyline and and what where my character went I think that's that's probably a pretty cool one (laughs) and then the oath was definitely different um like to play a bad guy like that that was different but you know I've been super lucky to be able to like play like different characters on that level but yeah I'm, I'm just more excited about some of this stuff that I'm working on right now that I hope I get to announce um soon um because those are definitely different characters too but yeah you know for me it's just always about I think where I am now is definitely about like pushing the envelope of characters um you know and I really want to like jump into something that um that's going to take me out of anything that I've ever done before so you know that those are the types of things I'm working on so I'll keep you guys posted we had an amazing time this was so this was so lovely Thank you. I, I love meeting all of you. This is so nice that you've done this. And, you know, I'm so like, like, I wish you the best of luck with like more and more episodes. And like, I can't wait to listen to them all. And I'm just really touched that, that you've done this. I really, really am. Um, it just takes, you know, like I said, when we first started, like, it just like shows me how much you love the show. And, and I'm so like, just like, oh, taken by that. So thank you for having me. Thank you for asking. We were so excited. We were like, oh my gosh. Coming. We can't believe it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Have it's a good so nice day. Nice to meet you. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And also follow us on TikTok and Instagram to keep up with our updates. See you soon. 